everyone. Welcome to the Life Unplugged podcast. This is James and Terry Kraft coming to you from sunny Southern California. Are you looking for an opportunity to join the discussion with two people who have traveled the real and vulnerable road of marriage recovery, ministry, family life, and leadership? Well, our hope is for you to journey with us through each episode into a discovery of what it means to live a faith-filled life in an honest, authentic, and unhindered way. So we encourage you to set aside life's distractions and stresses and get comfortable with us as we discuss Life Unplugged. Hi, everyone. This is James and Terry Kraft here at Life Unplugged Podcast, and we are so thankful that you're here to join us again for another episode. And we are excited about an experience that we're ready to have with two special guests that we were able to meet at the International Marriage Conference, I think almost two years ago or a year and a half ago, two years ago, three two, years ago. Two or three. Yeah. I don't know. It's Time flies when you're having fun. Yes. And so we are grateful that this is going to be an opp- opportunity that we're going to be able to talk about. You just continue the conversation on healthy marriages. Yes. And so, but we have Dr. Trent with us here today, Dr. John Trent, and then we have Carrie, his daughter. And so we're so excited about you guys being with us again. It's been a long time. No talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's great to be with you. It's so good. Yeah, well, I know that you guys are in two different places right now. Dr. John, you are in Phoenix, where the temperatures are nice and cool. And uh, and then Carrie, you're up in Seattle, where there's all kinds well, of stuff. We're having a heat wave up here. So, you know, 90 degrees with no air conditioning oh. is really comfortable. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, that's not good. I think good. you feel like I'm in Phoenix. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's well, right. And yeah, so and then there's a lot of chaos going on up there as well. So it's you have a lot going on as yeah, it's an interesting time, I think, for everybody right now. <laughs> yeah. It certainly is. It certainly is. Well, we are so excited and we love what the both of you and your wonderful team do at Strong Families. And uh, we can't we can't recommend your organization enough. And so our listeners can find you guys there and all of what you do at strongfamilies.com. Um, as well. But um, we are excited today. We are going to just dive in because there's so much great information. Um, your list of, of um, history and uh, qualifications just go on and on and on, uh, Dr. Trent and, and Carrie as well. Your story is amazing. Um, and we we could spend lots of time doing that and we, we just won't. And so we're just going to say, everybody, go check out strongfamilies.com and for Dr. John and, and Carrie's uh, bio there. But what we want to do today is talk about understanding the two sides of love. And there's such a need right now in our society for understanding a little bit deep, more deeply our differences, um, and then how to walk forward in that. Yeah. And so there, you guys have done some incredible things in the past, as well as a revised expression of, uh, two sides of love. And so we're going to talk about that today. So if you're okay, we're just going to dive in. And so maybe Dr. Trent, you could start us out with how did the two sides of love even come about? Yeah. Well, now every book has a uh, story kind of behind it. And um, uh, this one was uh, uh, interesting. I was a fledgling counselor. My doctorate's in marriage and family counseling. And and so picture there's eight doctoral students. There's a professor. And this was a long time ago. So today, uh, like I train counselors today as part of what part of what we do 
and you use videotapes. Okay. But back, you know, a hundred years ago, you did videotapes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so each one of us would take an audio tape and we'd play a counseling session and everybody had listened in and chip in and say, Oh, you know, this was good. This, you could, this, you could do this. So here's what happened real quick. I'll make it real quick, but um, it was my turn to get picked on. So I play in this and I had come up with a really great, there was this couple and they were really different. I mean, you know, he was left-handed, she was right-handed. He was a night person, you know, she was a day person, just every difference you could think of. And they just were at, at odds and just doing terrible. And I, I had come up with this great metaphor where I said, well, you know, it's like you guys have relational sunburn. <laughs> you, ever had, you guys are from California. Yeah. You know, when you're out in the sun and then I don't care what happens, you get a sunburn and the next day somebody walks up and they're going to slap you and they say, hey, how you doing? Hit you on the back. And even when they lift their hand, you just, you know, and you've got, and that's kind of how they were, right? So I'm thinking, you know, boy, you got, well, right then this guy stands up, the professor. And that's not the best therapeutic metaphor in the entire world, relational sunburn. Uh, sunburn. But he and, he, and he, and he, you know, just points his finger at me and he goes, you are never going to help that couple, you know, never. And, you know, I'm about three fourths of the way through the tape. So there'd been more to it, but, you know, and, and I go, what are you talking about? And he walks over and he slams his hand down on the, tape recorder breaking the tape recorder oh nice okay and uh and you know i lean back everybody you know in the room kind of backs and he goes do you know why you will never help them and i go okay no and he goes until you can help him access his soft side hmm. and help her access her hard side if you can't get them to bend they will break and you will never help them and then wow. he walks out of the room. Oh, wow. That's nice. <laughs> okay. Now picture, picture that, you know, this is your, you know, and everybody's just sitting there and we're thinking, okay, he's going to come back. He, he never comes back. Wow. So eventually everybody leaves kind of one at a time. And then I'm the last one. And I don't know if I've just been kicked out of class. I don't know, whatever. But, but this was before cell phones a long time ago. So I'm driving home and I couldn't like process with anybody in the car. You know, I couldn't call somebody. I just had to think about it. And as I thought about it, I thought, well, number one is that was really embarrassing. And that's really wrong. If you're a teacher, yeah. you shouldn't be yelling at somebody and breaking the, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to pay. It was, it was the <laughs> universities, North you know, Texas is, you know, I thought I had to buy them a new machine. Or yeah. <laughs> so, but I thought, okay, number one, that was wrong. But then you kind of cycle through all the stages of grief, you know, and then, then you go, all right, but you know what, what was he really saying? Okay. And, uh, and all of a sudden I began to really think about it with this couple. And so think about it. Here's a guy that's very different. They're very different from each other. Right. Yeah. And now they're just locked into this battle where it's like one's in the North pole and one's at the South pole and they can't. And if I can't get them to bend and move towards each other and value each other, then they're going to break apart. Yeah. Wow. And so that's really where the whole thing uh, came was uh, out of that experience, and I did pass the course. But he never said anything. He come back, you know, the next week. He just went on like he never, <laughs> never yeah. unpacked it. It wasn't like oh, I wow. kept waiting for him to think. Well, okay, so what? It, you know, but that was it. Uh, but I began to think about it and pray about it, look in the scripture, 
And boy, you really see there is a hard side to love and a yeah. soft side to love. There are two sides to love. And so now we've, you know, kind of written about it and Carrie can explain as well, help people. We've come up with a, a tool that's helped people kind of understand, well, are you bent more on the hard side naturally or more yeah. on the soft side? And, um, wow. and again, how do you bend? And I yeah. think today that's really important. Oh. You bet. We're living in a world now, you know, where what? Nobody's going to bend for anything. No. You know? well, I mean, you know. Even with COVID-19 that we're kind of working, have you noticed even just how that's impacting our world in a different way now just because of COVID? You know, and oh, yeah. what's your observation? Because Carrie, I know you're going to unpack it a little bit more in that direction, but uh, this is something I know we're seeing. It, I, we always say this: if there was a crack in the marriage going into COVID, we have a gaping hole in it now. You know, if they didn't deal with it, you know, have you seen how that's been impacting uh, marriages and families uh, from your observation? Yeah, go ahead, Carrie. Jump in. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like you said, I mean, it, it's really highlighted problems. And so we've kind of seen it go two directions. One is the, you know, a problem comes up and people are actually finally ready to deal with it because there's time. Yeah. Um, or the problems were already there, they're not being dealt with, and it just seems like there's too many. Yeah. That's and right. so it's really kind of helping people on either end be able to say, you know what, whether you feel like there's too many problems or stuff's just coming up because you've got time to deal with it you know, there still are tools and resources and help available. Um, but yeah, I think we're all in a space where, I mean, even, I'm, you know, with my husband, we both traveled a ton before COVID and yeah. now we're not. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a relearning and a readapting of what time yes. looks like together and, and yeah. all of that. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, we work with marriages all day long and then uh, we're always together. Terry and I are. And uh, I don't know what wife tells you this, but she goes, I think you need to start playing more golf. I said, well, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. She goes, we just need a couple, a few hours away from each other each week. <laughs> so, I started going on really long walks. So it's yeah. Thing. <laughs> well, you know, I realized that and, and I loved that when you said, um, you know, just people need to learn how to bend Dr. John is because if I, or, or, you know, James, and that was where it came out of is if I don't have at any margin, I can't bend. I'm, if I'm at my max, I mean, I'm not going to be able to access either this maybe harder side or softer side because I'm, I'm just, I'm berserk at that point. I'm, I'm in chaos. Yeah. I mean, picture, you know, I think what COVID did too is, is picture whatever room you're in, you know, uh, eight foot, 10 foot ceiling, you know, whatever there is, you know, get, get a, get a ladder and then just start moving up and moving up and pretty soon you know, you're, you're out of, you're out of room, you know, you are just, there's just this feeling of, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't go up. Um, but, and I think for, for some people, we've just hit the ceiling, you know, yeah. or, or going back to the bending part. Um, I used to, uh, for five years, I was the, uh, chair of the Marison to family, uh, counseling department at Moody in Chicago and right out my office, I could look and see Willis Tower, which used to be the Sears Tower, right. which is the tallest building in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And um, what people don't realize is, is that, you know, Chicago is really windy, right? Yeah. The Windy City is what they call it. Well, um, that building was made to shift 
three feet from center either way. Oh man. Okay. And you're in California. You're in California. That's way too many feet. That's yeah, right. In in in, uh, in California, they built sway into yeah. these buildings yep. because of the earthquakes. So whether it's bottom up or top down, you know, yeah. the wind up at the or it's you guys, you know, earthquakes where it's uh, and and you're exactly right, Terry. That if couples don't understand that whole idea of 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 bending, and remember, um, you know the uh, now the one that I like is the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. You know, yeah. and and you know the later one was good. The more the musical one where they had real people and everything. So that's the more modern one. But the first Disney animated uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, remember when the the kind of the whole theme song of the whole thing is is the whole fact that of you know just a little change you know yeah. uh, small to say the least you know so yes. uh, you know all of a sudden somebody what bands yeah you know and it is in that small act of bending so uh, Carrie do do this because um, some people are going okay well I don't get it. Why is it so important to be, you know, so important to Ben, mm -hmm. you know, well, here's the deal. Some of us gravitate just the way God has created us to be hard side. Yeah. Okay. So uh, some of us give the, the soft side of love. And, and frankly, those people very often marry because yeah. uh, differences uh, attract, then they attack yeah. uh, after six to eight months or a year. And so Carrie, go through the hard side animals and i'll go through the soft-eyed animals and tell them why we picked animals but then also go through the hard side animals and i'll go through the soft side ones well i think you know you created the animals i mean with the book i mean a long time ago and there's actually a kids version as well which right. is really fun i mean even as an adult to kind of get to learn about it that way but um there are four different animals two hard side and two soft sides so the first hard side one is a lion so, you know, they're really take charge, really assertive, you know, they're the boss or at least think that they are act that way. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, super easily motivated, just tell them they can't do something and, you know, watch the, watch them take off and get it done. So they're great people. They're great kids. Um, you know, those are the kids that like get energy arguing with you, uh -huh. um, or your spouse, you know, where they walk away going, that was good. And everyone else is, you know, all deflated and yeah. stuff like that. But they're awesome people, um, but that kind of hard side leader, I mean, they make very quick decisions, like we're going to solve a problem now, you know, all of those kinds of things kind of are the more on the hard side of love. And then the second hard side animal are what we call beavers. And they're very detailed. They're very precise. They're very organized. You know, there's a rule for the rule for the rule. There's lists and you know, the people that have the the ball in the car, because it has to go like right there. In the yes. And <laughs> Or if you're my husband, he has tape, like there's tape on the ground that you have to, it's still, there's the ball and the tape, so wow. doubles yeah. system. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> great people as well. But again, sometimes when you're looking at, well, this is the process we need to follow and this is the right way to do things, hmm. you know, that can feel for, for, especially for soft side animals that can feel very harsh or even kind of intense at times where yeah. I don't operate way or you know so those are the two hard side animals mm, yeah that makes sense yeah well and then um but then so so think about in your home you maybe somebody's a lion maybe somebody's that uh organized beaver but you know do you know how they get rid of a beaver dam 
I mean, you have to blow it up. It's done so well. They get the Army Corps of Engineers in there and they have to. So beavers, you know, there's a right way. Yeah. For That's the beaver. And it's my way. Mm. You know, that's the lion. Well, guess who they're living with? They're <laughs> living with, with what we call uh, otters. Now, otters are fun loving uh, parties waiting to happen, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, otters are the people that know thousands of people. They just don't know anybody's name. You know, <laughs> yeah. they have lots of relationships. Everybody's their best friend. Uh, they don't balance the checkbook. That's too detailed. They just switch banks. You know, um, they're they're just really really good at at relationships, but uh, and talking their way out of things. They're great with words, but mm-hmm. they can also uh, frankly, but it says in Proverbs, you know, an abundance of words, sin is inevitable, you know, yeah. so they can talk themselves into problems too. But think about that, you know, fun, loving party to waiting, uh, uh, party waiting to happen person. And, and um, <clears throat> then there's what we call golden retrievers and golden retrievers are sensitive and caring and, and, um, you know, they're the kids that send themselves to time out. Uh, they, you know, just love to come alongside people. They're either professional or semi-professional counselor types, you know, mm-hmm. and they don't want to solve a problem. They just want to sit with you through that problem, mm-hmm. you know, and just really be there with you. So they're great people, uh, but they hate problems. So now, so, so you've got a lion Think about a lion married to a golden retriever, because that's a real common mix. Yeah. Okay. And then they have two kids, and one of the kids is a lion, too. You know, so they think they're running. They think they're running everything. And then you've got a golden retriever kid or an otter kid, and you've got the whole zoo, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, wow. that, you know so so what we tried to do is just help people. People resist labels, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, they'll come right up to the animals. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, so th- that's what we did is try to help people say, well, what are your strengths? And then from there, how do you learn how to bend? That's um, great. I think, yeah. I think along with that too, I mean, it's so important to know what your spouse's strengths are because sometimes, like you said, they're really attractive up front and then you get really frustrated by those things. Oh yeah. And so it's helpful to remember, you know, this isn't here to frustrate me. It's actually here to help me yeah. and if I learn to see it differently and respond to it differently then it's actually going to create powerful you know unity and movement in our marriage together or I can just let it be something divisive yeah yeah that's so good we have a daughter who's a golden retriever we have th- we have three girls but one of them's a golden retriever and we've always called her a golden retriever because she just <laughs> acts like I mean she's just a loyal and sweet and it's like you know the world can be going on so many wonderful things. And it's just like, I just want to sit with you. Yeah. I just want to sit with you and just look at you with those beautiful eyes. And mm-hmm. it's, um, it's we, so funny. We also have a lion too. Okay. So yeah, we- <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we have, we have, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe we have an otter as well, yeah. but, um, it actually does really help you to conceptualize. I mean, you know, I would say that James would be more of a lion personality and I'm kind of, I'm kind of the cross between the otter and the retriever probably. Um, and you know, when we didn't know, we, we had a hard time. We We just, we just thought we were broken, you know, that we just got some serious issues and, and then you didn't know how, how can we be compatible with this messed up? And yeah. not looking at even our personalities, you know, Hey, Carrie, now how, how long, uh, Dr. Trent, how long did you have this out? I mean, how long has this been now you've had these? 
oh, you know, I'm really old. So uh, <laughs> we, this is, it's, the book has been around for a long time, but Carrie and I just revised it. So Focus on the Family and Tyndale um, just put out a whole new version and it's all updated for this generation. Uh, but the thing that really hasn't changed in the last, you know, 40 years since I, I came up with this, actually, when I came up with that 100 years ago, I did lion, otter, duck, and beaver. Oh, really? Yeah, because ducks are, they're beautiful. Yeah. They mate for life. They're great parents. If one duck gets hurt, another one will fly down to make sure it's okay. Nobody wanted to be a duck. No. And, and, uh, Unless you live in Oregon, you know, so yeah, maybe exactly. then you'd be a duck. So, so I, was working with, I was working with my good buddy at the time, Gary Smalley, and he had a golden retriever. And he goes, we got to lose the duck. <laughs> we changed that golden retriever and everybody wants to be a golden retriever. I love it. And yeah. everybody loves goldens. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Carrie, so, um, yeah. Well, Carrie, growing up with all this in your home, I mean, this you're very familiar even growing up as a kid, and uh, it's always been in your life. So you yeah. had the language. What, how, how much of an impact was this on you growing up? This is more personal because uh, you've been around it for so long. Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I really do sort of think of everyone in terms of the animals. Um, and, and by doing that, it actually has been incredibly helpful where, you know, even in, at work, not just with relationships, but at work, you know, I would start to recognize, you know, a lot of times people like to hire people that are like them. And then you have the one outlier on the team. So if you've got a whole room of otters and one beaver, everyone tends to be really frustrated with the beaver because they ask the hard questions. Right. Mm -hmm. And all the otters are going, you're killing productivity and creativity. And when you start to realize that dynamic, you, you can kind of start to circumvent that by asking, you know, the beaver up front, Hey, what, what problems are you seeing? And like invite them into the process yeah. and help people start to see the, the benefit of asking some of those hard questions. Yeah. So, I mean, from work to relationships, I mean, I, it's hard for me to relate to people without at least having some sort of concept of where they fall. Yeah. Um, so in that, so what are you? So I'm a lion otter. So I lead the way to the party. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, well, uh, yeah. and Joey's kind of a, he's a lion golden retriever. So he, he's very strong, but he's very nice about it. Okay. Ooh, and how, how does that work for, between the two of you? You know, it, it's been a, a challenge. Um, the golden retriever side actually for me has been really, it, it was funny when we first got married. I mean, I made Joey take this when we were dating and then, you know, we've kind of stayed up with it, but the last time I took it, my golden retriever has tripled since we got married. Like I had no golden retriever wow. and then it tripled. Um, and that kind of comes back to the bending where I started to realize in my lion delivery of very blunt, very yeah. here's yeah. the fact, this is the fact, let's make a decision. It was really like deflating Joey and you could just see it, you know, like all the energy would just get sucked out of him. And so I started to realize I've got to soften. It doesn't mean I have to change everything about me, but I need to soften my delivery and invite Joey into that process yeah. instead of just, yeah. you know, we're doing this now and this is what we're doing and, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of a thing. That's great. That's great. Tell, tell them about the, the book you're working on with Focus. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, for Joey and I, I mean, we were both in our 30s when we got married. So, you know, you have kind of got things a little set. Um, and so we called our first year of marriage the merge because it really was trying to figure out how in the world are we going to not only blend all of our different 
differences, which are many, but how do we want to do life together? And it yeah. just kind of seemed like everything needed to get merged. Um, and so that's kind of we, what we really did was about six months in, we realized we're in trouble, you know, mm -hmm. like you're a great person. I'm a great person. Why isn't this great? And so um, we really sat down and even kind of using the animals and looking at that, we realized all right, it's not us, it's the merge. And we just need to figure out how we can start blending these things and see each other's differences as strengths instead of just something to be frustrated about I love all it. the time. Oh, I that's love great. It. So when is that book coming out then? Uh, um, well, you know, it'll be a little while. Yeah. But, uh, but that's Carrie's first book with, uh, uh, you know, with Tyndale and Focus. And uh, uh, so you want to have you want to have her back and talk uh, about yeah. this yes. whole area. Thanks, yeah. you know, well, you're going to, we've already, we've already talked about this. I know Carrie, you have an extraordinary uh, story as well that, you know, you told us when we first met you. Yes. And yeah. so I think it'd be phenomenal. So can you just promise publicly right now that you would die? <laughs> no, I'd be honored. Okay, good. So it's recorded, it's documented and you don't go. <laughs> so, so Dr. John, what did it look like um, raising a family knowing that you had all these animals running around? Well, um, you know, Carrie mentioned, you know, she was in trouble. You know, I grew up in a single parent home. My dad was an alcoholic that bailed out when I was two months old. Cindy, my wife, her dad was a big time alcoholic that stayed at home. And so the two of us, uh, and neither one of us went to church. Uh, uh, we, we, growing up, we were, you know, so we're first generation Christians. We get married thinking, uh, okay, well that's we're just not going to have any trouble. We're both Christians. Mm -hmm. We're we both want to be married. But I'm telling you, in you know Saint like Carrie, I mean six months. I've already I'm an otter. I've already bounced you know probably a dozen checks. Cindy had never bounced a check in her life. You know, um, I'm ready to switch banks. She's ready to switch relationships. Yeah. You know? And then the, the way we saw discipline was so different because. Uh, and when kids came along, because in my home, my mom was a rheumatoid arthritic. Uh, she was super sick our whole time growing up when she was at home. She was gone a good part of it. And we were raising ourselves. And there was no discipline because mm. there was no, she physically, think about rheumatoid arthritis. Have you ever seen their hands? Oh, yeah. You know, yes. yeah. She got three boys under three when my dad bails out. By the time oh. we're teenagers and I'm getting, you know, I'm kicked out of grade school and everything else, there's no, there's no rules. There's no boundaries. And then Cindy was in a crazy alcoholic home where the only thing she could control was her room. Wow. So think about, so she's, she looks perfect. Yeah. Her room's perfect because that is the only sanity and thing that she has any control over. Well, then she sees me later on, you know, Oh, he's so fun loving, you know, and everything else. And then all of a sudden we get married and, I'm, you know, she wants, there's a rule for everything and a way to do it. And I have no yeah. rules. And so again, wow. you know, you think about it, but I'm telling you until you realize when you look at Jesus, guess what? He is the lion of Judah and yeah. the lamb of God. Yeah. That's right. He, he is, has the strength and fir firmness to do things right. And by the book and yeah. to call down a mistake. But he's also the Lamb of God and mm -hmm. sensitive and caring and compassionate. Yeah. And um, 
is just with Cindy and I, it was, we were just like that couple that I got yelled about that when we started off, Yeah, we were, you know, we were stuck and didn't know how to bend or how to move towards each other. So look how quickly Carrie figured it out and already has a book contract. I love That's it. Okay. <laughs> Good job, uh, but uh, it took us a lot of, guys. yeah, it took us a lot of years. And yeah. can I tell you one thing that really helped? What can I tell you one thing that really Please. helped? Wow. Yes. Okay. It was the food court. Okay. okay. So every Tuesday night for eight years. Okay. So think about this. So we had one babysitter for five years and she would come over one night. Her name is Lori. Uh, Laura, her other daughter, couldn't pronounce her name when she was young. So she called her Rory. So <laughs> she became Rory. So Rory would come over and we would pay her for three hours for one hour at the house. So she always came. I mean, she. You know, like, <laughs> that's a good deal. That's a good yeah, deal. My kids will sign up for that. <laughs> so we'd drive over. We had a mall real close to our house. We'd sit at the food court and we'd go over. Okay, what's one thing we could work? One thing we call it the two degree difference now. But bottom line is, you know, not 180 degrees. Yeah. But what's one thing? A small thing. A two. What's one thing we could work on with the girls or our relationship or whatever? And so we'd go over in one week she would share something and the next week i had to share something because it was up to me i'd never share anything i'd just say well let's just go you know let's go to a movie or let's do yeah. something else but um i had to come up with something mm -hmm. see what i'm getting at yeah and so then it was tiffany for the last three years but every tuesday night wow. and i'm telling you that I, I think that helped save our marriage just yeah. because well, and brilliant to do it in public because it's harder to get into oh yeah so we'd sit at the food court and couldn't yell at each other i love it and, um, yeah there's so, rules of engagement there you know when yeah. you <laughs> you know when you talked about that it's you know you you said you both came from you know you and cindy came from alcoholic homes and so there's traumatic experiences abandonment as dad left you at two you said yeah, two months. Um, two, months. two months. You, you didn't know. You haven't. You weren't in relationship with him at all. So a lot of that trauma. I mean, there's a lot of trauma there in just a, your both your lives. From our experience, from our food, our family of origin. Do you see how that's helped shape um, our personalities in that, and how you would identify with one of the animals? Um, is it really? I mean, or is it just God given, or is it part of our environments? I mean, how would you unpack that a little bit to help? Yeah, well, it, you know, you do get asked that. You know, is it nature or nurture? You know, was it what happened to us? But I think really what happens is, is uh, like in Proverbs, it says, "Train up a child in the way they should go." Literally in Hebrew, it says, "According to their bent." Mm -hmm. So I do think kids come with. Uh, I mean, my twin. I have a twin brother. We look just alike. Carrie and Laura are very similar, you know, uh, dark hair, the whole, they look, they're very different. My twin brother is a beaver, hyper beaver. Uh, and, um, and, and, but he's a cancer doctor. Anybody want to wow. go to a cancer doctor? Just cut anywhere, you know, yeah, no. <laughs> you, you don't want to go to an otter cancer no. doctor. You want to go to my brother. Um, but we shared the same room and it was chaos, mm. you know? So, so I, I think again, a big part of the whole thing is, is that a lot of times it will exacerbate it. There you Here's go. what I mean yeah. by that. I had a lot of otter. Okay. Well, things were so heavy. Uh, my older, uh, I mean, my, you know, I mean, dad bails out. My mom was uh, really sick, chronic uh, pain. You know, you'd, she would 
you know, cry out at night. You'd go in to wake her up, see if you could help her. But she just had rolled over and was just crying, you know. And as a kid, you're trying to think, oh, my gosh, and we're out of money. We're working for, we had a donut route and a paper route. And, a, you know, you're, you're working for rent as a kid. Wow. So it, it does kind of rob childhood. But, but what it did, too, was it exacerbated. So I was the kid that was just, well, it don't matter. Huh. Right. Who cares? I'm just going to yeah. be the clown. And then of course you lead the way to the party and then it's the drinking, just yeah. like my dad. I didn't even know him and I was becoming just like him. Wow. So it really was pushing those natural character traits to an extreme because yeah. that's what people need to hear. Okay. Yeah. Our strengths push to an extreme yeah. are the things that ruin our relationships. Right. You know, I used yeah. to say to Cindy, you know, just, you know, you saw it coming. I'm an otter you know, I can't balance a checkbook, just get over it, it'll work out someday, instead of going, okay, I need to either be more responsible, or wait a minute, Cindy, she could be a CPA if she wanted to, she's so good, how about if you, you have a, you're stronger in this area, how about if you did that, which is what we finally did, and it was like, I'll tell you, we'd be living right now in a trailer by the river (laughs) with, you know, um, you know, I don't even, you'd have the trailer with Tommy Boy boy, we would be down by the river uh, and uh, so uh, so I do think you know you're right I think I think it's both from the standpoint that the characteristic was there yeah sometimes that trauma or pain will push us to be even harder yeah or uh, unwilling to bend or even softer because you've seen we were I was just working with a lady where um, the husband was so hard. Now they're divorced. She, when she has the kids, she will not discipline them at mm. all. Mm. And here's what she, t- you know, so she goes, well, I, I saw so much hardness within. I'm never going to be hard. Yeah. Well, guess what they do when they come to the house? Then it's just chaos. Right. There's no rules. Yeah. It's chaos and our anarchy. So yeah. you, you can have so many rules. You don't have a relationship, yeah. but with zero rules, you have anarchy. Right. So, uh, so, you know, this is, you know, people are thinking, man, it sounds cute with the animals and it is, but I'm telling you, it points to huge things. It's a great way to say, okay, Lord, I have a natural, you know, ability to be an otter. And, but man, the more I'm a beaver at home, the more I'm going to bless my wife. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. And with Cindy, then when Cindy gave up being the hyper beaver, because we all made her, you do everything, pack everything you're in. And when she finally gave and said, nope, you guys need to be more, more responsible. Yeah. She, her otter came out and we're going, wow. where did this come from? So, you know, move, you get to move toward Christ likeness when definitely. you really deal with the two sides of love. Well, it sounds like that we're born a certain way with our certain bent, but then life circumstances will firm up some of the negative parts. Right. So later on in life, when we go into marriage, it's not as easy to bend back into it and compromise as you talk about, you know? Yeah. So I see how that, that woundedness really makes us almost rigid, uh, in our negative traits as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And I think I, I was going to say, I think too, a lot of times, especially where there are wounds, we start to feel like anything that feels like bending is actually, we're just going to snap if we go back that direction. Well, I just can't, you know, and that's where I think that rigidness that you're talking about really comes into play is Mm. there becomes a fear of bending, especially where there are wounds and 
Yeah. You know, and I think for a lot of times for beavers and for lions as well, when they experience hurt or trauma, it can come out in the form of control. Yeah. Either, well, I'm just going to take control of everything because then no one can hurt me. Or if I like, you know, if I can just control this circumstance, yeah. then I'm protected, you know? And so we start to kind of find different ways to protect ourselves that, you know, with, within those characteristics. Yeah. So. yeah. That's, so That's good. great. That's so good. That's I well, really... The antidote, if we can share that just though real quick, is yes, this thing please. called, uh, uh, I, I remember the night that I became a Christian, I got tricked into going to Billy Graham movie. So, <laughs> Yeah, I was uh, like you, you guys were athletes. I was uh, old, I was an athlete 100 years ago. And um, uh, he still is, he runs half marathons and yeah, yeah. unbelievable. But the slow, I, I, it's like more like a trundle. I <laughs> but the, the uh, but um, this guy took about six of us on the football, uh, the young life leader took about six of us on the football team to, um, to uh, this Billy Graham movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, I hated it. It was terrible. And I didn't know who Billy Graham was. And, but they give an invitation to Christ. And I, I had seen my young life leader. And all of a sudden, I realized, oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm looking at this guy, the, our young life leader, big six foot four ex-offensive tackle. And he's a six foot four Jesus, you know. And I realized that's what's so different about him. I walked down the aisle. Doug had been trained to be one of these people if somebody made a commitment to go down there so he was down there with the bible and he gives five out of the six of us all gave our lives to christ wow and um the and gave each one of us a bible i still have a little gideon thing and he had underlined a passage and guess what passage he gave me to read he goes you go home tonight john and he and he had underlined it because i had never found it he had a like a three by five card in there so i could find it and it's Hebrews 13, 5. He says, for he himself have said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Now, what did my dad do? You know, bailed yeah. out. You know, what did my mom do? Not wanting to, but through health. Yeah. Bail. Yeah. You know, everybody, you know, you, mm. see, you get to thinking everybody's going to bail out. So who cares? I'm just going to yeah. hate life's a party. Who cares? Yeah. And man, I'm sitting there and I read that. I And I go home and I'm thinking, read it a hundred times. So I got out a pen. And I went one, two, three, four, five. And then you do the line like that yep. on the side, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like a tally sheet. Cause I thought he was serious. He was being metaphorical. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was serious. So I, he himself has said one, he himself has said, I will never leave. He, I get to about 60 and all of a sudden I'm weeping mm. and I didn't cry. I was a stud. You know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't cry when they took my mom away you know you're like i you know and i'm weeping yeah and i realized oh my gosh uh this jesus guy um okay i've missed out on things but he's the one that he is never gonna leave me he's never gonna forsake me and so um thank you lord for that kind of love that so it is love that reverses the curse and that helps us bend and so, you know, so, you know, as people are hearing this, man, uh, you know, that's really where bending begins yeah. is when uh, they know they are so deeply loved that then you really can, you know, move away. Like Carrie was saying, yeah. which was brilliant, yeah. Carrie, I thought that was so true. You know, why we get so rigid is because you fear, fear you're going to break if yeah. you bend at all. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Well, it's amazing when you're able to receive that love that's when you're able to give that love too, you know? Yeah. So what a powerful, I mean, in the, in the context of marriage, 
you know, where there's this, this tension. And I look at our world today, we're working with so many people that are just like, we can't do this anymore. Because mm-hmm. a lot of it, it starts with them about receiving that love, you know, and there ha- there's no softness there. And I just love, love, love this concept. So thank you. Yes, yeah. yes. And I and I know that you had mentioned that this was a revised, um, uh, the book has been revised. And I, I think I read somewhere that, that there is an assessment that people can take as well. Yeah, it used to be, tell me about that. We used to have a paper pencil thing. But, okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, now we have what's called the Connect Assessment. So if you go online, you can take it. Um, if you go to strongfamilies.com, you can find it. Um, and it'll show you what animal you are and give you, like, I think it's 28 pages all yeah, about. There, there, you, you get, with the book, you kind of just get the graph so you can figure out what's your animal. Yeah. And then if you want to get the full Connect Assessment, you can order that and okay. get you know, get this big strength assessment. Um, so, Great. but it is, it's, it's really good way. You know, all you need is just kind of figure out what animal am I? Yeah. And we'll just start there. And that's really what the book does is walk through what's a lion, what's an otter, how yeah. do you bend? How do you, you know, it's okay. just, it's a, it, it's, it's a pretty fun read. And Carrie mentioned, you know, there, there's the treasure tree, which is mm, a, uh, the kid it. version of this. So right. you have, you have kids, that's a fun thing to do too. Yes, we have it and we love it. So yeah. I recommend <laughs> it very highly. And I, I, I think to me, it actually helped bring some things home for me. Uh, maybe that's just because I'm the, I'm kind of the artistic, you know, um, deep thinker, but I loved how it was, you know, just the, the language of it for the kids as well. So, um, both two sides of love, you know, and, um, and what was the name of the kids one again? The treasure tree, the treasure tree. Yes. Oh, I just love it. So though we can, we can't recommend highly enough. And so we're just, you know, go there, strongfamilies.com. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think this is a, a, I'm so thankful that two of you are, are taking the time to do this because, one, it's not complicated. Hello, this is so, if you just take a step back, take a deep breath, you can relate to this wherever you are. And I love that. And sometimes we have these you know, complicated formulas to try to make sense out of the chaos that we live in. And if we just take a step back and we can look at this, it actually brings a deep peace when we have understanding. You know, so I'm so thankful that you guys are working towards this. And I love it that uh, Focus on the Family has taken it and revised it with you guys, right? And so it's uh, it's updated to this day, and you guys are passionate about marriage and family. Um, so I'm so thankful that you're here today. Thank you for your time. Well, thanks. It's been great being with you. It's so good to see you. I know we're on Zoom as well, so we're seeing each other. We haven't seen each other for a long time. And so it's so good to see each other, and I, I love to have that. I wish we could be in you know, physical connections where we can see each other, but that'll have to happen some other COVID past time. You know, we get past yeah. this COVID thing. <laughs> well, it'll thank ha- you. It'll, it'll happen. You know, it, it just will. Yeah. It will. Yes, Eventually this, will. This too shall pass. Yes, it will. Well, everybody, if you can go to strongfamilies.com. I mean, there is a, a ton of resources on there that you can get you connected. Um, and uh, you'll have everything from the assessments uh, to uh, to the resources, resources and so yeah. on and so forth. So don't miss out on those things as well. Yes. So. And if I could, I just have one more quick little Please. thought. You know, I think because we, we, sh- we shared a little bit about this, but he had mentioned the two degree difference. And really, if you're in a place where you know things need to change, 
that's really where you start. It's, it's small things, Mm. small things that you do consistently. And so don't think that if you have a big problem, you got to do the 180 degree change today, pick something small that you can start with and just continue to work small. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Like you said, it's not a a complicated Mm -hmm. formula. It's just choosing to start. Yes. So so good. good. And we work with so many people in recovery as well. Um, and that is so essential because if not, we tend to get, we tend to lose, kind of lose sight or lose hope. And so, yes, I love that. Great, great concept. Well, we just tell people all the time, you know, the key factor is just show up. If you show up, you can start working on the simple things and really take care of the big enchilada, (laughs) but you just (laughs) got to show up, you know, and I think that's the key for our, uh, I mean, I love this, you guys, thank you so much for your time. Okay. Sounds good. And I want to thank everybody for joining us again here at the Life Unplugged podcast. And so we're so grateful that we're able to provide as resources and and uh, a great times of dialogue with the, those who are doing it in the trenches. And and so I'm so grateful that we've been able to have Dr. John Trent here with us and, and Carrie, his daughter. Uh, I'm just so thankful for how gifted they are, but also the resources that they have provided mm-hmm. uh, for people like us. And I love yes. it. So. Well, we are so thankful. We look forward to you guys uh, to see you guys next time, or not to see, but for you to hear our voices next time here (laughs) at the Life Unplugged podcast. If you'd like to hear more from James and Terry, subscribe to this channel. Check out their website at jamesandterrycroft.com and livelifeunplugged.org or find them on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. This podcast is made possible by the generous partnership of Rasa Flooring, Miller Waldrop Furniture, Kingdom Work Studios, and Embassy City Church.